0: they forgot about got about a hundred million stones, give you cotton mouth counting out the niggas that never picture the paintings your second grade told my niggas you page you be gonna be famous yeah. Yeah. what it do it's your girl just be real and welcome back for another dope episode of just be real podcast hello march and let's march into it with confidence and grace my people all right enough of me chatting let's get real i know it's been a minute but your girl is Zach. Hey, fam bam. It's your friend, your homegirl, your cousin, your peoples, your play cousin on your daddy's side, your play cousin on your mama's side, your bestie, your road dog. It's your girl, Just Be Real. Happy March, people. What it do, what it do. A new month means a new, uh, look at me, can't even talk. A new month means new blessings and new opportunities. So make sure y'all grab them. On top of that, we're in Pisces season, which is my sister sign season. So I can just feel the abundance of like greatness that's going to happen. I've been waiting for Pisces season for so long now. And not just because it's my sister sign, but I can honestly tell y'all my spiritual intuition has been heightened on so many levels like I've been able to tap in on levels that I didn't know I was able to even exist and I think it's because I've just dedicated time to just really be and when I say like really be I just mean like be still like let things flow like be like water remember like I told y'all with PJ Morton and Stevie Wonder just be like water let it flow and just let just let go and like Trusting God and the universe to just guide me where I'm supposed to be. And pretty much my motto as of right now has been, I'm going to do what I can and let God do what I can. So that's really where I've just been at right now with a lot of things um, going on in my life. Um, there's just been so many great things that have been going on so far in life for me. Like, y'all probably can hear it. <laughs> y'all probably can not hear it. <laughs> over the airways that you could probably hear me smiling because I just been glowing and growing and, you know, gods and gold, god and gold, you know what I'm saying? So, um, life's been real good. Like, it's been amazing and, um, amazing people in it. Uh, shout out to my tribe. Shout out to India. Shout out to Angel. Um, shout out to Dion. Um, you know, shout out to Key, which is one of my people I've had on the podcast. I've heard Dion before. I've heard India. Um, Angel, who happens to be my best friend, her husband was on the last episode we had called Daughters. So that was the last episode we did. You know, that's the way I wanted to end off Black History Month was a strong black man speaking about young, raising young, strong black queens. Um, shout out to Brie. Brie has been, you know, that's my people from back home in the Bronx. Um, shout out to Brie. She's my people out here in um, North Carolina who I fuck with so heavy. So shout out to her too because my girl's doing her thing like I really want y'all to know like all my friends are doing amazing things right now like all my whole tribe is doing amazing things like there's so much elevation and I think that's another reason why I am gonna get into the episode guys but you know I like to chat with y'all a little bit keep y'all updated on the latest you know what I'm saying um I think the reason why there's so much abundance in my um my intuitive atmosphere or like me enhancing my gift of being spiritually gifted is because i've been able to sacrifice and a lot of people aren't willing to do that like sometimes you have to sacrifice to get the greater reward and brie constantly reminds me on a regular basis like god doesn't take anything where it's not always something bigger and better which i always know but you have to trust and sometimes sacrifice and i don't mean sacrifice like illuminati sacrifice i mean sacrifices i in i e in Friendships. Some people are just not meant to be in your atmosphere. Um, You know, things or that, you know, activities, things that you were doing that you used to do that you know are just not in alignment. Like Auntie Tab says all the time, you have to be in line with what you're trying to attain. Because if you're not in alignment with what you're trying to attain, you're just only going ahead and pushing yourself further back to be able to reach that goal. So what you're doing may not be in alignment with what you're trying to do. And I feel like that's where I've been willing to do a sacrifice. Like I've sacrificed being out and about with people. I've sacrificed not holding on to people who I know have no growth and they're just stagnant and they're really like not here to really watch me win. I've sacrificed sometimes just having to not say whatever I have on the top of my mind because it just might go ahead and put me in a position of having to you know, be detrimental to my growth. Um, and that's what comes with people who are spiritually gifted. You have to sacrifice. And if you're not willing to sacrifice, you're never going to be fully in tune with self or fully intend to be able to be still enough to listen to what the higher power and what God is telling you to do. So all my people are doing great things. You know, my homegirl, Ainge, she's doing great things. She's um, in the process of trying to pursue real estate because she just passed her real estate got her real estate license. Um, Dion is, as y'all heard from him before, he's in uh, social work. So he's trying to step on that next level with social work. Um, India is pretty much in her run, which I know she's in government and policies, is just stepping into a new level of opportunity with that. Um, I'm more so in the space of my creative atmosphere right now, where it's been my my piece and my focus and actually doing more of what I love, which is art, and actually talking to y'all and doing podcasts where it's more engaging, where it's not as much. I will, as I always do, I reveal with y'all later um, the test that I will pass when the testimony has arrived, but as of now, it's too premature, so I'm not going to share it. But um, Brie's doing amazing things, too. I will not say what she's doing, but Brie is out here killing the game. Um, I'm so, so proud of her, um, for real, for real. Just just know my girl's out here modeling. She's doing the damn thing. She's a hustler. Like, us New Yorkers, we be hustling. I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a hustler, homie. Nigga, ask ask nigga, nigga, ask about me. You know, and her Dominican roots, she can't settle just to not just, you know, be basic. So. I just think I'm super proud of her. Um, when she makes her announcement, I'll be sure to share it with y'all too. But um, and I'll make sure I share it on my my page as well, so y'all can go ahead and show her some love and support her as she's in her endeavors of her modeling career and um, just elevating. So everybody in my, my, my orbit is elevating. Um, everybody in my atmosphere that I have constant connection with are elevating. They are making moves like the G's and lasagna in silence and just doing what needs to be done with and how they need to do it. Um, the, like I've always said, the better part of it is a lot of us, most of my orbit is there are introverts. So a lot of what we do, we just stay in the background, we talk amongst each other and we, instead of just saying talking about it, we just show it. So, um I just wanted to show love to them and just let them know how proud I am of them and all they're doing and continuing to do, especially being in my tribe and, you know, uplifting me as well as oh, Eb, shout out to Eb too. Eb's been another great support system. You know, I love my sister. That is my twin flame. You know I love you, girl. And um She's doing great things and amazing things in her law career and being a boy mom. So, like, my girl is flourishing. Like, I love to see my people win. And I think one thing we need to be able to encounter and remember, because it now is the first it is the beginning of women's. Uh, History Month, Uh, keep in mind those black women or those women that you surround yourself with or that you know, and uplift them and just know that you don't have to know them personally to root for them. So shout out to them. Shout out to Novi. She's been doing amazing things, stepping in different realms of her creativity. I'm pretty sure her inner child is screaming for her. It's just so much to just be grateful for in March. And because it is Women's History Month, I am going to focus a lot more on the women because it's our month, duh. So I just I just love giving my people their flowers while they can. So if y'all listening to this episode, y'all know I love y'all. I love y'all, sound. Um, but today's episode is called Plague Yourself. Y'all heard Jay Lore uh with Plague Yourself. Um literally a track I stumbled upon randomly because it wasn't originally one of Jess's jams. You know I love me some cayenne. So Plague Yourself by Cayenne was not original, but I just feel like there's been so much going on and speaking on Women's History Month, like, there was something that disturbed me that I I, I came across uh, on Jerry Johnson's page. Um, and baby, when I tell you I cannot wait to meet that woman, I promise you, like... Y'all don't understand the way I be manifesting, it be real, but the way I speak things into existence and she's just like, we have to manifest this happening soon. And Jerry Johnson, Ty of Harlem wants to encounter me as much as I want to encounter her. Like that's a blessing when your energy can speak volumes through the internet and people just can feel the abundance of high vibrations. So there's something that I came across on her page that really disturbed me. And it's been something that's been on my mind for a while that I feel like, Needs to be discussed more, uh, especially because we're in Women History Month. So play, you played yourself is today's episode because I feel like we need to discuss the real elephant in the room. The over-sexualizing of women, the degradation of women, as well as how just because women stand in their sexuality and the power of their pussy does not mean you're entitled to violate or diminish Her because of her standing in what she has as a feminist and who she is and comfortable in her body. Pretty much I'm saying a lot of y'all fuck niggas and y'all fuck boys need to just stop trying to go ahead and perpetuate and push an agenda to excuse your fucking egregious behavior that you have displayed towards women. Majority I'm talking to is mostly black men as if y'all weren't raised by black mothers. Yeah, we're having that discussion today. It may be a trigger warning. Don't sadden warn you, but y'all know I'm gonna keep it real because this is just be real podcast and on air we keep it the fuck real. Period. So that's where we're at with it. So that's what it is called. You played yourself because a lot of y'all niggas, you played yourself. This also is not just even gender specific to cisgender men. This goes across the board as well for cisgender women, as well as anybody else a part of a category non-conforming whatever. This applies to you too, because I want to talk about it well in the aspect of the lgbtq plus community as well given because I know i'm part of the alphabet community as well as being a black woman so i am like a triple minority that i feel like it needs to be discussed there too because a lot of same-sex relationships i.e i can speak on for me uh when it comes to same-sex when it comes to women it is the same over-sexualized entitlement that they feel and i think it's probably worse yeah i'm gonna say it I think it's probably worse in LGBTQ with same sex as opposed to just the heteronormative situation because there's a sense of entitlement. There's a sense to say, I got what you got so I can say what I want and do what I want. But you know what? (laughs) Let's get real. So let's start with the heteronormative of the, the the of niggas over sexualizing women. We know that this is nothing new. Black exploitation is pretty much where we first got the true agenda of seeing black women. Stand in confidence and in the power of a pussy. And I'm gonna say it because it's already rated as explicit. So I'm not gonna hold back. Like I said what I said when I said it. The power of the pussy, like you know, you have people like Pam Greer, who was known as like a sex icon. You have it where black exploitation, exactly what it was, black exploitation. As we go through the years of the evolution of the woman. It's more so where you even have now people like Amber Rose who stands in her sexuality and says, I'm not a hoe. Like, I just, you know, know the power of my pussy. We're all entitled. It's the feminist movement. Like, for women who always had to be a subject to a, pretty much a concubine to the male, especially back in the slave days where white slave owners were literally raping their, their, their female slaves just for pleasure and benefit. I mean, look at Sarah Bartman. Fucking disregarded, caught caught many sexual transmitted diseases where she ended up dying because she was exploited at the hands of the French where they literally were just taking turns like with no regards all because she had a big butt and a different type shape. You know, it was an enlarged button and large breasts because it's something they've never seen before. This is not nothing new for us black women. We're always over-sexualized because, oh, when a little girl is wearing something, oh, she looked too fast, but let a little be a little white girl. Oh my God, she is so cute. There's always that double standard. There's always that that propaganda to push the agenda that black girls are fast and are only good for making babies as they used to say back in the days of the slave days black girls are only good for making babies and laying on their back as opposed to white women are supposed to be superior now i've had a manager who and i feel like it's worse too because white women who get power they just fucking get greed and it's just like they're worse than fucking big big ass white men but we're not on to have a conversation today. I just feel like it's always that, like, and and I think it was something that to me was, when it comes to the over-sexualization, especially today's generation of these kids, is they don't have the outlet we had back for us 90s kids. And when I say that, I mean, they don't have a limited to, they don't have a justice, they don't have a, you know, a rave, they don't have an against all odds, you know, these type of stores that we grew up with that allowed us to go from children's place, Or JCPenney's kids section for us to be able to feel like we can dress like teens. Like, Lot 29 was one of my favorite brands. Um, I used to wear it all the time as a kid, but it's like I was in the stage of looking like a teenager, but not looking like a grown ass woman, even though I was pretty much very curvy as a kid. Kids don't have that opportunity these days. There's literally not the happy medium. Where you could be like, oh, you know, kid, a child, a teenager is going to be a teenager because you're a lot of the older generation, and I won't say all, but most of the older generation, and we're talking about boomers, Gen Xers, are very judgmental. They want to talk about the generation now, the Gen Alpha, or whatever the hell they call themselves, where they're going from pretty much little girls to where they're wearing nails and got their midriff out and showing cleavage where they look like they're damn near grown-ass women. Now, does that give men the right to fucking over-sexualize where a lot of men will probably say, hey, well, she looked like she grown so she can get it. Fuck out of here. That's not what the fuck we're talking about. You don't get the right to do that. Treat her as if she's somebody's fucking daughter. Treat her as if she's your daughter. Would you want somebody doing that to your daughter, your granddaughter? I think the fuck not. Would you want somebody doing that to your mother, Oversexualizing your mother and coming at her crazy? I think the fuck not. And I think that's what I need a lot of men to be able to grasp the concept of is Take the time to put yourself in that perception perspective and see what the fuck going on. It's so point. It's so poignant to the point where you even have shows like Truth Be Told with Octavia Spencer, Ron C. Fist, uh, Tammy Roman, where, you know, Hanifa, where you have shows in Gabrielle Union, where you have shows where they're literally focusing on this season about trafficking young girls out of high school and grooming them. It's all because there's always somebody higher in power who finds the dollar more important than their dignity yeah let me say that again they find their dollar more important than their dignity so therefore in that aspect it doesn't matter what the respect factor or the rights are it's more so of the capitalist individualist mindset of how can i make money off these young girls not giving a fuck that they have families they have friends they have sisters that love them where i feel like it's a trafficking ring where a lot of uh upper upper people in high positions know what's going on but they turn the blind eye to the bullshit because why it's a lot of us black and brown girls that are part of this whole thing which allows them to continue to use us as slaves but in a sexual way are y'all keeping up with me right now you played yourself that's not how this works that's not how this works hence why we have me too hence why we have all these other people speaking up and speaking out because it's necessary and y'all know I'm a big advocate for this because I feel like it's not fair I feel like I what I'm going to share with y'all As I said, this this is an episode that might be a trigger warning. That is something I suppressed so deep, deep, deep in my mind that it took me to taking... Like my mom gave me a folder full of my old stuff from high school. It took me going through that folder, rummaging through it to really read what happened and remember that it happened. That's how much trauma subconsciously that we normally probably go through as black women... Or women of the minority race that we subconsciously don't even realize we're suppressing stuff that we're trying to bury just to try to get over it. Now, when I say that it was something subconsciously, when I say oversexualized, I like I said, I've always been tall, but I've always had a big button. I've always been somewhat curvy to have a figure. In middle school, the same year that I was raped was the same year when I say two thousand two to two thousand three was probably, I think I still probably blocked a lot of shit out to this day. I, I'm not even going to hold y'all. I'm going to be fucking keeping a stack with y'all. I feel like there's a lot of shit I probably still suppressed that it would take me to look at something or trigger me or see something that's going to bring me to open my schema to remember that this shit happened. The same year, the same year I got raped by my, my cousin was the same year I was sexually assaulted by a teaching assistant. Yes, I'm pausing because I'm trying not to get emotional, but of course, I'm going to be real about it. But I'm going to speak on it because I feel like I've never discussed this. And like I said, I forgot it happened. So it wasn't until I seen the superintendent's letter to my mother about it when we was addressed. And now, mind you, this is this gentleman that, that had committed this, he was just found again in 2014 doing the same thing to another girl. Now, imagine if I didn't speak up in 2003 when this first happened to me. And this young girl was now assaulted as well. Damn near what? Almost 10 years later. With this same creep that they literally let back in the school system. To be around young girls. Imagine if I wasn't the predecessor to be the voice for them to actually believe this young girl. When she went and told someone. (sighs) I'm trying not to cry y'all but and this is because again y'all know i keep it 100 with y'all i haven't processed this so i'm in the process of literally addressing this but y'all know i'm i'm gonna always keep it real with y'all he sexually assaulted me he used to always over sexualize me like i back in middle school i used to wear very baggy clothes because my mother didn't know but it was really because i didn't like the way he used to look at me so me being a tomboy this is a secret me being a tomboy in middle school was because I was always had very a very big butt and I always felt like he used to make comments that I used to get my clothes three times bigger because I didn't want him looking at me. And then when because he did it, I started seeing my homeboys looking at me like that. I'm like, ew, this is nasty. I felt unsafe. Now keep in mind I've also had just been raped. So I don't want a nobody looking at me period or even trying to come near me because it's just I'm I'm protective of me because something was taken of my innocence and then now I'm now being over-sexualized by a grown-ass man who's old enough to be my fucking father. He made comments like, okay, Jess, I see you in them sweats. Okay, Jess, look at you over here shaking them hips. Like, why are you looking at a 12-year-old and you're a 50, 60-something-year-old fucking grown-ass man? What the fuck is wrong with you, you pervert? We had a school dance and I wore a dress. He's like, oh, that thing poking out that dress. I'm fucking 12 going on 13. You're fucking grown. And we're at a school dance for eighth graders. He's like, maybe you need to cover yourself up. And you, who are you to tell me to cover myself up if I'm wearing a dress and we're at a school dance? You shouldn't fucking be looking at me and trying to over-sexualize me. The same way that people were trying to over-sexualize Aaliyah. Y'all grown-ass men feeding over a fucking 16-year-old girl. This brings back to the... To the, uh, to y'all know who the, what the fuck his name is and why he got sentenced. And along with him and his other little white counterpart, who y'all know his name is too. I refuse to give them fucking clout or their fucking name to even be addressed on this motherfucking podcast. Grooming fucking girls to do what they want to do because they are trying to sit here and perpetuate because they feel like they have the right to, to just fucking over-sexualize. Hell no, nah, nigga. This not your body and you don't get to do that shit. But there was a time where he went too far and slapped me on my ass and when I went to my mother and I told her about it. You know what these motherfuckers did with the school system? They put them on suspension. With pay. And then lo and behold, damn near 10 years later, the cycle fucking continues because y'all let the cancer fucking spread and didn't go ahead and nip that shit in the bud the first fucking time. But why? Because I was a black girl. They didn't give a fuck what I had to say. It took a white girl to be fucking assaulted and now all hell breaks loose. now the nigga loses his fucking job. Do y'all understand the severity of how much we have to fucking go through as black girls or black women when we have to live with fucking trauma because nobody believes us? But we play ourselves. No, y'all niggas play y'all selves. Why do we have to scream and it takes somebody else to get experience the same thing it is on truth be told right now a white girl's missing but it took poppy to have to fucking lie just to get another black girl and these minority girls out of this whole grooming system where they're being fucking sex traffic even though the white girl's not there because that's where the coverage and the focus is literally art imitating fucking life are y'all listening to me right now why does it take that long why do we have to go 10 times harder for somebody to believe us. You're playing yourself. It's nonstop innuendos. Nonstop comments. You want to know what grinds my gears, which I really want to say, oh, that makes me sick. It's the entitlement. But it's the innuendos of, oh, girl, yeah, you could put that on. That shit is not attractive, my nigga. I'm going to let y'all niggas know that now. Y'all think this shit is like, oh, yeah, you fire, oh, you sexy. That shit is not, like, oh, hey, beautiful. Let me tell you something. Never fuck Excuse me. Never come to me talking about some hey beautiful, hey sexy. I will automatically curse you the fuck out. Not because it's a trigger, but it's the fact I have a fucking name. Address me as my fucking name. Okay? My name's not beautiful. My name's not sexy. My name's not shorty. My name's not none of that. that cat calling shit. Ugh. we'll come back to that one a whole nother situation you know growing up in new york that shit is common my nigga you deal with that shit on a regular basis so i set a point now where i can tune niggas out when they try to talk to me and i literally pay them no mind but you know what there's always the risk i might get killed because i'm ignoring them listen are y'all Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> are y'all hearing me right now like legit you can get killed because you deny a nigga from giving him attention nowadays. That's how fucking broken ego these niggas' egos are. But we gonna come, we're gonna talk about that later. The nonstop innuendos and the comments. That's not attractive. Give me the same respect you would want somebody to give your mother. Hey, Jessica. Hello, um, Jessica. You're beautiful. That, uh, that shit does not fucking make my pussy pop. That shit is not, not going to make me acknowledge you even more. It's going to make me disregard you because I don't fucking... That's It's just not attractive. And plus, I'm a semiosexual. Fuck my mind before you try to fuck me. Period. Like, that's where we're at. It's just shallow as fuck. And it just shows that niggas who are out here killing motherfuckers or killing females because they're denied access because they don't want to talk to them or give them their number, that's when it's like all the cat calling, oh, hey, beautiful. First it's, hey, beautiful. Oh, yo, my, you fire. Well, then fuck you too, bitch. Your bitch shit probably ain't even like that either, you stink-ass bitch. Why is there such a flip? Like, do y'all realize that shit is not... Normal? Y'all niggas need fucking therapy. And the reason why a lot of black women are in therapy is for y'all sick ass niggas out there who don't fucking know how to understand that no is fucking no. Y'all don't understand rejection and it fucking shows. Because how many cases have we had where females out here getting killed and murdered because they not giving niggas a time a day of day because of their cat calling ass fucking broken ass egos as little ass broke ass boys. Yeah, I said it. I stand on it who want to talk about it this shit y'all niggas need therapy and a lot of reason a lot of black women now or a lot of women are in therapy is for y'all because you got to deal with y'all niggas and know how to approach situations in a healthy manner to know like it's not me it's you because why you played yourself the red flags be there the red flags be flagging bro the red flags be flagging and let me tell you, because we do go to therapy, we're able to see them shits a mile away. The controlling, the possessive, the overextending. Like, when y'all be, like, talking about y'all dicks and, like, oh, yeah, I got a big dick and I could do this, that to you. That is just, uh absolutely disgusting. I'm not a pawn. I'm not a fucking a, a concubine. I'm not a conquest. I'm not a sex piece. To say what the fuck you trying to do or oh, I'm going to dick you, damn, that's not cute, let the motion in the ocean do what needs to be done. Same thing for these fucking females. Oh, I can make you feel better. Da, 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 da. Now, listen, that's a whole nother conversation. I'm not gonna put my sex life out there. But females do have a better a better repertoire in the sex area than a lot of men. I can attest to that. So some of they, should they be talking, they can stand on that shit. I'm just saying. But it's just like... And it'd be crazy from the niggas who got daughters. And it's just like, where is your mind at? Like, y'all heard what Sean said last episode. Where is your mind at? The red flags be flagging. I know a bitch like me, I'm watching. I'm looking at it. Even when it comes to friendships, like, I think it's crazy nowadays, like, you gotta, it's not common to have platonic friendships with uh, opposite sex. Like, Dion's my best friend. He has a whole wife and three kids. I would have never and will never look at Dion in that aspect of him somebody I would want to pursue romantically. He's legit a brother. Okay, Sean is like a brother. We used to fucking ball together, be in band together. Like my niggas are my niggas. But because it's all this fucking perpetuating of, oh, this can't happen. And this means they're fucking them or they've had no, no, stop over sexualizing something that's not even needs to be sexualized. Yeah, I just want to have a fucking, a fucking throat and run with the shit. Like it's crazy to me. Like, it, it it just, I don't get it. But then you also have it where the over-sexualization comes to in a space because you have most females or a lot of females out here that make it easy. They make it easy. Like, y'all can't tell me that the trope of I want to be spoiled, nigga better have money, nigga better have job, he better spoil me, spend money, da da da, and he can get this pussy, like, you can't tell me that's not what being, being perpetuated, you can't tell me that pussy's not, the, is being equivalent to a dollar amount, you're not saying that, all I gotta do is give him pussy, and he give me X, Y, and Z, you can't tell me that's not what being out here being sent, or the messaging to these young girls. Or the messaging in general to think that a woman can't be independent but spend his shit but do what you got to do to spend it. Like this is what's being said. And this is why the entitlement comes into play because this is the messaging that's being pushed out and perpetuated. And this is why I always say progressive hip hop will forever be my favorite era of hip hop. Because it was more so about social consciousness than it was about what the fuck your body can do. Yes, Lil' Kim, put that shit on the map. Fine, Danny, But now it's to the point it's like that's all you hear. I don't listen to today's hip-hop, or, well, I don't listen to today's rap, and I don't, I'm very skeptical about calling it hip-hop. I listen to today's rap or whatever the fuck they want to c- categorize it as because the shit doesn't have messaging. Positive messaging, at least. It's over, we over-sexualize ourselves to the point where we degrade ourselves. For, why would you want a nigga to respect you? They can call you a bitch and a hoe on his song. You mad about it, but you over here calling yourself a bitch and a hoe in general. Like So they're only taking from what we allow them to do. So how you mad? Change your logic, change what you're messaging, and then that could be something you can stand on cuz at that point baby girl, you're a contradiction, a walking one. Okay? Like and then you're mad when niggas feel like they can they can own you and entitled be entitled you where it's pretty much now you're a part of a slave where well, you're a slave to him. Like think about that shit. It's real. It's like music gives a false reality or illusion, a false illusion of reality and And we literally run with it because music literally has been our escape literally since this pandemic. Like, think about it. Since 2020, music was all we really had. Like, internet was all we really had because we were all literally separated from social interaction in person. So the interpersonal skills to be able to acquire knowledge, engage, share ideas, perspectives, and beliefs were literally subceded and secluded to where now it's like, oh, shit well, we're back to reality. We got to mingle and talk to people again. But technology seems to be the main driving force to why this is happening, but so it's like the interpersonal skills happen, the conversations aren't really in real-time conversations. Niggas are not fucking researching, they're just doing me-searching. Like, it's a lot of that shit going on where music is not, to me, music. Music supposed to make you feel a way. Yes, it does probably, but it's supposed to be a, I feel an escape. And then there's a the thin line of sexual confidence and sexual exploitation, a very thin line, a thin line between sexual confidence and sexual exploitation, is very thin. There's a there's a female rapper who I won't mention her name, who is widely known, and I feel like she teetered, she's literally on the sexual exploitation more than she is a sexual confidence. There's actually a couple of them. And it's just like, you want to be treated like a lady with respect, but you're out here just putting your whole business out on a fucking track. So what do you expect? It's not like you're doing it for educational purposes. You're doing it for dollar signs. Again, dollars over dignity. Are y'all keeping the fuck up with what I'm putting down right now? You got Lil' Kim and Make the Signs that feel blanketed because of Their sexual confidence. Then you have other artists, y'all can take who fucking take it as you please, where it's sexual exploitation. So it's like, where is the mystery? Why are you playing yourself? Mind you, the misogyny isn't respect either. I know a lot of us wanna talk about misogyny, but like I said, look back at yourself. Like, what are you putting out there to make it seem like the misogyny is not necessary, especially when it's hypersexualized young black girls, but not young black boys. Oh! Yeah, we're gonna talk about it. There's a hyposexualization of young black girls that's not done with young black boys. <laughs> Let me break it down for you. Like I said, little girl, wear a miniskirt two top she's too grown. Little boys, you have people like Boozy who out here are using prostitutes for his son to get fellatio at 12 years old. That makes him a man, but that makes that little girl a slut. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Somebody, can I get a... Can, are y'all? Do you hear me? Is this thing on? Yeah, I said it. There's a hyposexualization of young black girls... Than there is a young black boys. So where's the hypersexualization for young black boys? When a young black boy gets some, gets some pussy at a young age, oh, you the nigga. Having a bunch of fucking girls, oh, he that nigga. But when a girl does it, she's a hoe. Oh, that bitch is a slut. Oh, we ran a train. But when y'all fucking a bunch of bitches at once, y'all not really running a train. Y'all just having fun. And then, you know, boys will be boys. It's the fucking double standard. And guess what? You played yourself. You played yourself. There's even an an example on the Miss Pat show. I don't know if y'all watched it, but season three just came out where Brandon said he lost his virginity at a young age, right? And in one of these episodes, his little brother Junebug is like 15 and he's being pursued by a 30-year-old woman. Now, this is what we don't talk about either. These grown-ass women being predators to these young-ass boys. We talk about the young girls being fucking, you know pray to these predators these grown-ass men but what about these grown-ass women being predators to these young-ass boys and pretty much it speaks to the fact that the 30-year-old had an apartment she's over here sending like you know explicit photos to him and he's bragging to about his friends but he about to go meet up with her right but she's in her 30s and this boy's like half her age and he's having a conversation with mighty joe which is in the club that he strips at because he's a dancer and There's like these older women, like senior citizens, and they're like, take the pants off, Project Boy. Like, I want to pay to see some ass. Like, and he's like, this ass is not for sale. He's like, my body, my choice. We don't talk enough about how black boys or black men get exploited as well. Because again, there goes that sense of entitlement. I came here to pay my patronage. You need to show me what I pay for. But that's like, you're supposed to get a show. So me showing my ass is not a part of the show. Same way when bitches, when niggas want to fly bitches out. On vacations they automatically feel like they gotta put out a good pussy no because you told her to fly out because you wanted to fly her out you, that's not a standard rule to give some pussy boy it's not how this works my boy okay and i thought it was crazy because mighty joe was like yeah i have one of my best paying customers i sucked them titties when i was 12 and now i gotta suck them down off the ground like this is real life shit where again art imitates life and life imitates art because this is again a hypersexualization, we don't discuss enough in the black community. We don't make it an aware situation to be vigilant enough to be to be able to see when children are being groomed. Like Miss Pat, as y'all know, she's a comedian. She was her the father of her children, her oldest two children, which she talks about in her book and makes it clearly known on her um on her show. She was 13 years old with a, messing with a grown-ass married man who pretty much she ended up getting pregnant by in middle school because he was grooming her for the most part. You see what I'm saying? Like where she ended up getting pregnant not once but twice by this nigga. And he was abusing her as well. Because it's easy to manipulate a mind who hasn't developed to know itself. Let me say that again. It's easy enough to manipulate a mind who isn't conscious enough to know itself, which pretty much means a child is going to be a child and it's easy to be able to sway a child to do whatever and think whatever because they don't know any better. Ignorance, this is where ignorance becomes motherfucking bliss. And this is why there's so much going on with this whole hypersexualization where motherfuckers is playing themselves. This is why the motherfuckers think they can do shit that they do and get the fuck away with it. That doesn't merit the fact that she also talks about how she was molested by her mom's old boyfriend. And he used to molest her and her sister, Denise, and he used to take them to a graveyard to molest them and tell them not to tell their mother about it. Trying to groom them. This shit is crazy. But then again, it's, oh, well, this is what you women wear You're, You 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 asked to go ahead and get it. No, the fuck we don't, nigga. Stop playing yourself. What I wear does not define who I am. And who I am does not define what the fuck I wear. It does not merit for you to sexually assault or rape me. It does not merit for you to touch me inappropriately and violate my boundaries or my bubble. Get that through your fucking heads. And I feel like it is a cause to the demise of society and the dating culture. Dating has pee in the pool and shit as well, where there's diarrhea all through that motherfucker where you can't get it clean because of this type shit. It's too much praise as it is, you know, it's rewarded as it is to have more repercussions. And that's where we fuck up at as the people. You feel me? Like, it happens way too fucking often. And like I said, there was an incident that I came across that bothered me with Jerry Johnson. And this is what we're going to step into. She was violated. She she spoke of a violation of a well-known director. I will not say his name. But if y'all Google, he recently just had a show. Um, She spoke up about it. And she said that he pretty much tried to, first of all, misgender her. Which she has feminine flawless features jerry johnson is gorge so i don't know why he kept saying my brother or whatever and apparently he touched her nipple squeezed her nipple and apparently one of her friends he touched her ass now he's over here under the comments talking about some. oh this is fake news what black woman has the right to fucking make some shit up especially in that much detail like i really want people to consciously think about this when women say shit the think about the details that are be explicitly said in the in the in the claims that are being done and why would it be something where she want to draw that much fucking attention to herself for the hell of it jerry said i don't give a fuck about la culture what the fuck y'all do i'm gonna speak on this shit now which is what we need more of so jerry i respect you and thank you for that shit Because it's people like you who allow us to be able to be more aware and conscious of what the fuck is going on. Because that's not that nigga's first time if that was the case. He's been getting away with that shit for a while where he feels comfortable enough to fucking do it. You played yourself. Going under comments trying to plead your case and this is a way to fucking bring down my character. Well, if you ain't do nothing wrong, my nigga, then what the fuck you turn your comments on for? Only guilty niggas move like that. So how long are we going to keep playing ourselves? How long is it going to be a situation where it's happening way too fucking often and we don't talk about it? How are we going to be able to allow this next generation to be able to educate themselves and know that there's power and knowledge of yourself and knowing what the fuck you're able to do? The do's and the don'ts and don't fucking allow just anything. I just want to know. As I always say on air, let's keep it real. And always remember, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. Show love and support to a fellow woman. I don't care what kind of woman, just any woman. But mainly to my black sisters, I see you, I'm with you, and I'm rooting for you. I'll catch y'all on the flip. That's why I keep it short when they asking the question That's for my loyalty, something that you ain't got a question I'd rather do it by myself, come back and spread the wealth To all my brothers I wanted but never needed help That's how I felt, that's how I feel, I'm a red deal Big deal, never squeal when the pressure build Extra pill popping, only way they relevant I'm at my best when I'm sober, don't need that extra shit in. But each is own, nigga.